learned something interesting about your favorite hockey team late last week. Definitely not something I was expecting to hear. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Hope you take the time to check those out as well. The Penguins are finishing up the three-game Prospects Challenge tournament up in Buffalo, and they've had decent results so far for a group that no one anywhere would consider to be loaded with, you know, prospects. And maybe most encouraging about the tournament so far through two games is that the prospects who are actual prospects, as opposed to just people having a nice weekend, have been the best players like Braden Yeager, who's performed by all accounts over all 200 feet of ice, just as he did back at the development camp and then the development camp scrimmage that I saw. He's taking care of his own end. He's moving the puck through multiple means, through the neutral zone. He's getting it done on the forecheck, and he's scoring. He's scoring. He's also got a really, really level head on his shoulders for a teenager. This was him on Saturday after the 8-3 to three route of the Senators' prospects up in Buffalo. My focus is, uh, you know, here in, in Buffalo, but uh, just try to be you know, the best that I can every day and uh, try to improve as much as I can and, and learn from these guys and, um, I guess, you know, the pace of the game, try to learn as much as I can and um, hopefully bring that to uh, Pittsburgh. No big head there, huh? And if that kid's not going to have one in that company, then nobody is. Because at least as I see it, he's way above the rest of of that group, with all due respect to Owen Pickering, the top defense prospect, and Yoel Blomquist, the top goaltending prospect. So what did I hear? Well, there's not much information or elaboration to add to this, but Kyle Dubas wants to see young players infused into this roster. He wants to see young legs be a part of the overall equation of what the Penguins are doing. Now, does that mean that he makes the lineup? No. Technically and and realistically, too. That's the domain of the head coach in concert with his staff. However, hockey lineups are kind of limited with what you can do with them. Meaning, if your roster is at 22 or 23, and you're suiting up 20 for that night, it's pretty much the GM making your lineup, okay? You can stack them however you want. You can arrange them. You can deploy them on special teams. But the guys you have are the guys you have. What's more, if you have a young prospect or two, who's one of those 22, 23 players, the last thing you do with them is scratch them. The last thing you do is stick them up in the press box with me. Because that's how you stunt a youngster's development. Actually, you kill it. They're not even playing hockey. They're just sitting up there. That's a spot for Jeff Carter. That's a spot for 
some other, you know, in between guy, AHL slash NHL guy who goes back and forth, think Mark Friedman. So carrying this out, if the GM does in fact act in any way on what I'm told is his sincere wish to have the roster get younger, then whoever it is that sticks around is going to play. Now, I know all you've been thinking about as I've been saying this is, but who, but who? And that is a real problem because you can't force anyone in. I just spent Friday's show talking about Sam Poulin and how I really don't know what it is that he represents or how I'd utilize him if I were the head coach. No shot at Sam, but he's got to carve out some kind of identity for himself. He really does. And that has not happened to date. Jaeger's still a child. Pickering's nowhere near ready on top of being hurt. Blomquist's shown well in Buffalo, but here again, he's not going to beat out either of the two veteran backups behind Tristan Jari, and same thing applies for him as a backup. You don't want a goaltending prospect to just sit at the end of the bench. You need him to keep playing. You need him to keep getting tested, getting better. So probably the best answer that I could come up with to my own question as to who this might be, and I do mean might, I'd look more at the guys who are in their mid-20s. I'd look at the Alex Nylander, who's going to be in the fold in some form, one would think. Given the NHL contract that he signed, I'd be looking at Valtteri Pustinen. I know, you're tired of hearing me talk about Pustinen. I don't care. I want to see this kid play. I at least want to see him get a shot. And if we're talking about energy roles, if we're talking about something other than scoring depth, which is mostly what you'd be getting out of either Nylander or Pustinen, I want to make sure my guys have energy, have the access to energy. And that means not throwing a bunch of 30-somethings out there and telling them to go out, huff, and puff the other guys, because it won't happen, because it can't happen. I've got no smooth conclusion to this. I really don't. But just hearing that, just hearing that made me believe in the management a little bit more. Because as I've been saying all along, for as much as I respect Mike Sullivan, and I do immensely, there are ways that he can get better, too. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. If you're not local, gift cards are also available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. That's FamilyTablePGH.com. And use the code DK40 or DK40 for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon today for Thursday delivery. Before I begin today's J1Q, which is really good, by the way, just an amicable 
request. I hate research questions. There, there's nothing that'll make me more quickly throw J1Q off the pile than to ask me to do research. So know that and then consider that I still took Jason's question because it was that good. He says, hey, DK, are there a lot of guys since Mario Lemieux who've played their whole career for the same team? It seems pretty rare nowadays and Hopefully, we'll be lucky enough to see 87, 71, and 58 do the same as 66. Maybe even get a few more statues outside the arena someday. Jason, I I went to work here for you because I wanted this answer for myself, all right? So th- this isn't for you. I, I won't be doing research questions. Mario, it turns out, not a lot of people realize this. You seem to, from your phrasing there, is the only player in Pittsburgh franchise history to have played his entire career with a minimum of 10 seasons. I actually hadn't realized that, believe it or not. Having covered this team for three decades, you'd think that would have been something that would have popped into my head. Nope. Mario's the only one. So if Sid, Gino, and Latang, or any of the three, achieve the same thing, they'll be joining only Mario in that company. Yes, it's rare. And now in the age of free agency, in the age where it's become a little bit more common for someone near the end of a long such career to be moved to another team for a chance at a championship that they might not have had with their original team, that's dwindling that number even further. Like, you can't erase that Raymond Bork left Boston and went to play in Denver, particularly not since it's the only place he won the cup. You can't erase Mike Madano in Detroit or Jerome Ginla in Pittsburgh. So I took this a little further and looked up all of the active players who've been with one team the longest. You won't have a hard time guessing who are the two players who've been with their team the longest. That, of course, being Sid and Alexander Ovechkin. Both will be entering their 19th seasons. Sid with Pittsburgh, Ovi with Washington. Gino, Latang, Andre Kopitar, and Mark-Edward Vlasic name that you don't expect to necessarily show up on a list like this, will be entering their 18th seasons. Kopitar, of course, the sun, the moon, and the stars. I love this guy's play with the Kings and Vlasic, a blue line mainstay with the Sharks for many, many years. And the next wave behind them, entering their 17th seasons with the same team, are Nicholas Backstrom in Washington, and Carey Price in Montreal. David Krejci would have been in that group, just as Patrice Bergeron would have been in one of the higher categories, but they both retired following Boston's last season. It's not easy. It's not easy to hang around this long. It's not easy to excel for this long, although those two things tend to be hand in hand. And for a million reasons. It's not easy to stay with one team. But I think in particular, when you're talking about 
Sid and Ovi, they're going to make it to 20 seasons and maybe beyond with the same team. And that'll put them into a, a whole nother stratosphere when you start getting up into Alex Del Vecchio territory. And he, by the way, holds the record all time in the National Hockey League with 24 seasons, all of them in Detroit. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 